This is Ron Moss Ministries. I have a test or a project for you adults. If you get a moment or you have time, I want you to try to find out how many, you know, of course, you know how many kids you have, particularly if they're under the age of 18. Uh, How many grandkids do you have? Uh, Nieces and nephews. And, and, And I want you to think about this what if it was your responsibility to get them set up with their future goals and aspirations? That from the time that they were born, it became your responsibility to put them on the right path and to make sure up until the age of 18 that you steered them that way in the hopes that once you let go at 18, that they would continue into that area of success. <clears throat> Sounds like a pretty tough task, not that sound like something that one would think that is impossible. Uh, one that one would think, why would I make that my responsibility uh, to deal with somebody other than my kids uh, to try to gear them towards uh, being somebody? Okay, good point. So let's just deal with your kids. Let's just deal with your your kids. Let's deal with your grandkids. Uh, in our community, a lot of our kids uh, sometimes end up being raised by their grandparents. And so let me throw the ball into that court, mama and daddy. What if it was your responsibility to gear your child from the time that they were born uh, in the direction of going to elementary school and being an A student, going to junior high school and being an A student, going to high school and being an A student while preparing them to get ready for college and and gearing them towards college courses, uh, taking them to different venues to let them understand different cultures and and different things in the world, for example, taken to the science museum or the space museum, to the nuclear plant, to the zoo, seeing them seeing all types of different things that are uh, in our world to give them a broader view of what they can be and what they can see. But I need to stop there for a minute and ask the question, how can one do something if they haven't had it done themselves or they never looked at their kids as the future. I, I, need you to, I need you to really think about this. When you had your son, when you had your daughter, if you're taking care of your grandkids, did you, did you ever look at them and say, I need to prepare them for the future? And then you started that, that track. You started that process. That's the word I'm looking for. You started that process in gearing them and working them towards that avenue or that lane or that street. If your ultimate goal was to get them to a good job because you were raised that way and the only thing that you know how to do is work. You didn't get to go to college. Uh, You might have dropped out of high school. 
So you didn't get to go to college. So all you know is hard work. And so you only know how to show hard work. You only know how to show uh, how to get out here and sweat and make that money to take care of your family and to take care of yourself. Maybe you were fortunate enough to finish high school, and but you didn't go to college. So all you know is how to get them to high school. And, and you weren't a A student, but you were a good student. So you told them if you can get that high school diploma, that'll help get you to point A, B, C, because most jobs want to see a high school diploma or a GED. Maybe you were even fortunate enough to go all the way to college. And now you are gearing that child in that direction to make sure because ultimately what we want to be able to do or what we're supposed to do, we're supposed to, the biggest investment that you can ever make in your life is not money. The biggest investment that you can ever make in your life is not your house. The biggest investment you can ever make in your life is not your car, not your brand new automobile. The biggest investment you can make in your life is not your job. The biggest investment that you can make in your life is what you bought into the world. And and I got to be honest with you. Let me start with me. I have to give myself an F for not really being the father I could have been to my son. And I guess I can say, no, I guess I can also say to my stepson, I I could have been more involved in their life. uh, And I didn't, and I wasn't. And I see the effects, particularly with my son, uh, how that is playing into his life. I tried to make amends by trying to be involved in steering my daughter into that direction. And I think I've done, I would give myself a C plus now. I won't give myself the B, A, B. I'll give myself a C plus. You know, I was involved as much as I could. I went to certain events that she was involved in. Uh, I tried to make sure I was, I was very involved with her report card every time it came out very involved with what direction she was going in in her life and really tried to be there to help inspire her to be the best that she could be. You know, this this is my individual story of what I'm talking about. And, and, and if we look at the total picture of our families and look at our young people on a hold. I believe that they are missing on so many different levels of things that we forgot to include in the process of teaching. What are you talking about, Ron? I I believe we didn't talk a lot about finance. We didn't talk a lot about stocks and bonds and mutuals. We didn't talk a lot about Uh, savings and checking accounts. We didn't talk a lot about taking risks. Uh, We didn't watch the, this is the boring stuff that we don't like to watch. We didn't watch uh, money shows. We didn't watch shows that showed uh, the the dial and all of that. We didn't watch those things because they were boring and and, and it should have mattered, but it didn't matter. And so because we didn't watch it, of course, we didn't think about 
letting our kids watch it. That was totally out of the question, too. You know, so we didn't talk a lot about finances. Uh, we didn't talk a lot about community and being involved in the community. And the reason why we weren't involved in the community, we convinced ourselves that we were too busy, that we had enough to do to take care of our own family. Uh, we worked and we were tired and, and everybody else would work and go home, then that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna work and then I'm gonna go home and, and be at home. So we didn't talk a lot about being a community volunteer or being a volunteer in general to get involved with a nonprofit and, and spend some time, spend an hour or two or three hours a week and be involved with helping someone else. We didn't, we didn't really do a good job in that arena either. We didn't really do too well as related to politics, uh, helping them understand that politics is biblical and it's been around since the dawn of Jesus. Uh, read the story of Zacchaeus. Uh, read the story of the Roman Empire. You know, it's, it's biblical. And so, and so we didn't really talk politics to our young people. So when they turned 18 years old, for most of them, voting was the last thing on their mind. Uh, thinking about uh, who was on city council and who was on county council was the last thing on their mind. Uh, who was the mayor and what did the mayor do was the last thing on their mind. Who was the state senator, who was our governor was the last thing on their mind. Why, why, why is that? Because it was the last thing on our mind. It was the last thing on our mind. We didn't get involved, we didn't think about it, so why would we think why would, even, we would, why would we even care if they thought about it? As it related to our health, we've done a poor job with our young people looking at the lineage of our families and the long history of diabetes, the long history of strokes, the long history of obesity, the long history of heart attacks, the long history of, of all these ailments that we deal with on a daily basis, that some are hereditary and some are because we choose not to take care of ourselves. We didn't share that. We didn't sit down at the table and talk about why you need to stay as healthy as you can for as long as you can. We didn't have those conversations because we didn't try to be healthy. So how can you have a conversation with your child about being healthy if you're not being healthy. We didn't have conversations about trying to sustain from having sex until you found a person that you were going to marry. We didn't try to tell them to sustain from having sex because you can get an STD, you can get AIDS, you can get herpes, you can get some stuff that you can't never get rid of. And the reason why we weren't able to have that kind of conversation because we didn't practice the same thing. We went out there and did what we had to do and got what we wanted to get and we played Russian roulette most of the time all because we wanted some. I can go on like the ever-ready ever battery. I can go on and on and on, but, but, but there's a but. And, and my attitude is it's never too late 
until you stop breathing. So if you are in contact, even now, if you are still able to see the TV, if you're still able to read, if you still have a relationship with your kids or your grandkids, it's never too late to get them involved or at least make the attempt to get them involved in those arenas right now. What's stopping you right now or stopping you tomorrow and saying, hey, nephew, hey, son, hey, daughter, hey, niece, did we ever tell you about the issues that we're having health-wise in our community? I know we've had family reunions and we should have talked about it at family reunions, but we were too busy eating and having fun and laughing and giggling and sniggling that we never thought about having a serious moment to talk about what's taking us out that don't have to take us out, that ain't got nothing to do with police officers. It's not too late to have that conversation now. It's not that it's not too late to have a conversation about watching the dial, watching how money works. It's not too late to have that conversation, not too late to learn. If you're still making money, if you still got income coming in, that's an opportunity to learn about money. It's not too late to keep going to school. There are people that graduated from college in their 60s. There's people that graduated from college in their 70s. So it's not too late to have that kind of conversation either. You just got to want to have the type of conversation. You just got to want to and, and encourage your daughter, encourage your grandchild, encourage your niece and nephews to go on and go as far as they can because it will benefit them in the end. It's not too late. I, 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 say, I did save this for last for a reason. It's not too late to teach them about Jesus the Christ. It's not too late to talk about to them that why God sent his only son. It's not too late to talk about Genesis to Revelations and talk about why the Bible plays such an important role in your life. It's hard to have that conversation, though, if the Bible don't play a role in your life. It's hard to really have that type of conversation if the word of God don't play a role in your life. I didn't say that you were perfect and you're supposed to do it because it'd be hard. It's hard for anybody to live perfectly, but you try to live the way Christ wants you to live. Do you stumble and fall? You better believe it. That's why he has this grace and mercy thing for us and forgiveness thing for us. He forgives us. So one has an opportunity to have a relationship with Christ, but you can't have it if you never, you never had one, so it'd be hard to teach your kids to have one, too. I just think that there's so much that we've lost, and we've got to be able to start somewhere with being able to teach our generations, teach our young people for the next 10 to 20 years that they can be somebody, that they can be valuable, that they can cover the spectrum of gifts, that they can have more knowledge than just rap and video, more knowledge than just sports and basketball and football, more knowledge than what we are just allowing them to have and not showing them and teaching them what they need to know and what they need to use 
to get to the next level in every level of life to be successful. That's our responsibility. Not just as parents, but as aunts, uncles, cousins. When you feel responsible enough to make a difference, it don't have to be your child. It don't even have to be your niece and nephew. It just got to be a young person that you care enough about. That you say that you look at and say that person needs some help. They need somebody. They need to be steered in the right direction, and you take on that responsibility because you care. It's not too late. It's not too late. It's not too late to make a difference. It's not too late. We still can do it, people. Pick up the phone tomorrow. Call the people that you love. Reach out to them. Try to track them down. Start having these conversations. You first, but first you gotta learn. First you gotta know what's going on in your family health-wise. You gotta know something about the, the stocks and the markets. You gotta be able to refer them to things that you don't know, but it wouldn't hurt for you to learn them too. God bless you. May heaven smile upon you. Oh yeah, peace.